This is Moments with Foo with James Foo Torres, better known as Foo, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and relevant people on the planet, hear their stories, and get the most important business lessons they have learned on their road to success, and get exclusive advice on how to implement their success into your life and business. Moments with Foo is brought to you by the Strategic Advisor Board and your host, Foo. Hello, and welcome to Moments with Foo. I'm your host, James Foo Torres, but you can call me Foo, hence the name of the podcast. And today I have the co-founder of Twist, Lucas James. And I'm going to let him tell you more about what Twist is. But first, Lucas, how are you? Doing well. Thanks so much, James. Appreciate it. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for taking the time. So let's kind of get started with a quick introduction. What do you do and why? Yeah, um, so... My business started off as a marketing agency and it still is. We service over a hundred clients currently on retainer and it's shifted now into um, adding on a SaaS product, which uh, you're actually inside uh, and, you know, part of the community. And we're kind of trying to take a community-based approach similar to Lemlist is a great example and build a really big, strong community um, and just funnel a bunch of people into the software. What the software does is it basically guarantees revenue uh, for agencies uh, within 30 days, and it helps them scale their partnership program as well as their leads uh, that they're getting through their website or through their business. So, Awesome. And, and, and you know, I kind of want to get a little bit more about like the why, because you were telling me uh, before this, yeah. and, and just kind of like tell us a little bit more why they did this this shift to this yeah 100 percent. so um for me the reason why is because um the i've always wanted to get into SaaS. that was always my main thing was to get into SaaS. i just wanted to do it on my terms i didn't want to have to go raise money i felt like um you lose a lot of creative control and i also want to have a practical use case i think part of the reason we've been growing pretty well is because we are it's the easiest playbook in the world. We're just looking at problems that exist in our own marketing agency. We've hit enough scale in the marketing agency now where we know that if we solve this problem for us, it's going to solve the same problem for all these other agencies. And then we just roll it out. And so it's kind of like, you know, at at this point, it's just every new version is just making the product better for everyone. And it's a lot easier for us to get that knowledge because we already had an agency. So that was the why was build a product, um, I have a, a different why in terms of why I do entrepreneurship, but in terms of the product, that's the reason uh, I did that. So, <laughs> thank you, thank you. And um, and I like I like the 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 personal whys. Uh, and but a lot of of like the personals sometimes are like very similar. Like want to help people and all those stuff. And and yeah. I really like the why of the business because it's 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 about like okay, solving a problem, filling a need, right. uh, identifying that the market is going in a certain direction, all those different yeah. things. And I think those are more like like strategic uh, right. thoughts that you have to have. <laughs> so I like strategy. That's all uh, I love. Yeah. That. So that's why I like ask, asking about these things. <laughs> Me so. too, man. Definitely so important nowadays with, uh, there's a lot of content I feel is a little, um, it's a little empty because it doesn't really have the strategy you need to grow. What I try to focus on is um, short, simple, to the point, 
I don't really even focus on high production value, even though I know I should. Um, but all my videos on on YouTube or anything I do on Loom or TikTok or sorry TikTok or Twitter um, is all just recorded on my on Loom, and I just do it in like two seconds, you know. Um, but that's just so much more fun too, because if you can condense your time to an hour a week creating content, and you're getting like eventually maybe one day hundreds of thousands of people engaging with it every single time. That's just so awesome. I mean, the, what, what kind of, what else can give you that much of an ROI? I mean, I don't think many things can, so. Yeah, and you touch on a point there that I emphasize a lot and that's why I, I think that what I do is, is so important and I help a lot of people with the content because you said about content being flat and being empty and people putting it out just to put it out. Right. And, and, and there's no real strategy or, or intention behind it or value. And that's why, I think PR, it's such a, a, a powerful thing because for my clients, they get forced almost, right? Like they're almost right. like when they, oh, I want to help these things. I want to be the number one authority. I want to be a thought leader. For that, you have to distribute uh, content and you have to do it with authority. You got to be in the right places where your your people, your audience, uh, they trust. So right. that, if you want that, you have to, you are, you are forced of on creating content that is valuable because the media won't care if it's not. No. <laughs> so they <it>, won't. <laughs> yeah. In that way, because you're forced to, oh, I want to be Forbes, I want to be verified, I want to be all these different things. Then because you're forced to doing this, then you start everything in your in your marketing and starts getting better because you are right. bearing like having everything value packed. So that's my two cents on that. 100 percent Yeah. Totally agree. Totally agree. Um, so let's take it to my next question that I, I like to ask, what advice would you give yourself if you were to restart or just to business owners in general? Yeah, I actually just did, um, literally today, just recorded this as an episode for our podcast. And, um, what I tell people, cause I get this question so often is I actually wouldn't start off by if you're trying to build a marketing agency and you're listening to the show, I wouldn't start off by building a marketing agency. Um, and I think if you're any, in any kind of like knowledge-based business and not a, uh, you know, labor focused business. And if it's something that's like in the services space, then this bit, this will apply to you. Um, a lot of people fall into this, what I call traditional trap where they build a marketing agency or a service business thinking that the money they're getting is actually gonna to translate to profit or it'll actually be better for them in the long run. But what they don't realize is it becomes really difficult to manage the money you're getting in, have people actually work on that money and then produce profit for you without any sort of issues. So what tends to happen with the most successful agencies that I work with, or even just what we've tried to implement with ourselves retroactively is to build a really solid brand um, and build a ton of content or courses that would dramatically increase our profit margins before scaling the services, because it's predictable, it's reliable, and you can deliver on a great guarantee. Because the cool thing about a course that's unlike a service company is with a course you can say, or at least some, some service companies do this, but it's very hard, is you can say, um, you're going to get this result or you get your money back. Uh, which is the best guarantee you can give because you're literally zero risk. And that's huge, right? 
So I think for people who are trying to sign up with your product or service, they want that first. And then if you can give them such a huge ROI, then after that point, you can sell them on your services. And then at that point, the brand is so good and so sticky that you pretty much can just clock in new business all the time and just add in, you could literally add in your meeting booked link in all your courses to just get meetings on autopilot from the same people who are taking the course. And then your only goal should just be to scale the course. Cause you know, if you get a thousand people sign up for the course, you're going to get a hundred clients. And then you just do that on repeat. And the retention is way higher too, because they trust you. Right. So I wouldn't actually start by scaling an agency. I think it's the worst decision people can make because at least if they want to make profit, if they want to make revenue, it's very alluring to just go and sell. That's what I did. And I was like, oh, I'm making all this money. But it didn't translate into profit. And profit is freedom because um, even if you're getting paid a salary that's higher, right? This is what people don't understand. Let's say you work really hard and you're making like 20K a month. That is That comes with a lot of strings attached because if you're doing a lot of work, then that 20K is actually worth less because you're getting paid, at least in my opinion, you're getting paid less per hour, right? So what I try to tell people the most ideal position to be in is where you're making 100K a year plus and working like 20 hours a year, <laughs> you know, that's the position you want to be in. Um, and that's what I've been trying to work for towards. I mean, that's like the goal for us. And that's what we've been able to do. And that's what I try to teach other people to do is like, don't get, a, don't get sucked into this trap that like revenue in a service business is the goal. It's not. It's it's profit that's sustainable and allows you to do things that increase enterprise value, like build software, build more courses or something like that. So you're saying to start, like if you were to restart, you would focus mainly on a, like a, counting that you already have the knowledge, right? Like you have the knowledge yeah. and now you're doing a course where, where it's your, basically your top of the funnel where you get people yeah. and then like money back guarantee. You already created the course. You're actually not losing money. You are happy, no. happy to give people the money back. Like you're not. Really yeah, losing. that's the thing. Because the more you give people the money back, the more trust. I was actually even thinking about adding um, on our website the amount of times we refund people just to like have transparency because it's about one every 15 to 30 people. And that's actually pretty good. Like if you think of it as a ratio that 14 people out of 15 are going to like it so much, they're not going to ask for a refund. They're going to hit the gar guarantees, right? Um the cool thing is that that reinforces, it makes it even easier because like you're just some random person on the internet who's saying, I'm going to give you your money back. But what if you don't? But if you see that there's all these people who are getting their money back and there's also all these people who are getting results, then you're like, I would really be an idiot not to do this. I mean, there's no reason not to, right? Yeah, there's no so, risk for anybody. There's no it, risk. Really? Wow. Yeah. So, but But I would say as a caveat though, is that to your point about, you know, having all this experience... I, one thing I really try to drive in people's brain is that you don't need to have a lot of client experience to start a course. People think they have worked with clients and have like managed campaigns, but you can sell a course and be an authority just by having learned it and then packaging it up into an easily accessible place. And so what I always tell people as a, a recommendation is just uh, learn anything Hopefully it's something trendy because that's going to get more people interested. So like, let's say it's TikTok ads, learn it for a month and then take everything you've learned and write it down in a document 
and it doesn't even need to be clean. It could literally just be all your random notes. Like I have the first version of the, it used to be ATC Go, now it's Twiz, but like the first version of the membership course I had and everything was just literally all my notes in a folder. I didn't even organize it. I didn't do anything. I just said, this is what I did. And then people just go and they'd rummage through it and they'd learn stuff, right? And then over time I got better at displaying it and stuff, but they're paying you for access. And if you think the access to what you know is worth more than $6 a month or $50 a month, then sell it, right? I mean, that's all you should do. That's all you should focus on. You know, um, I've been obviously uh, having a course is something that like in business, it's just a matter of when do you do it? In my opinion, uh, it's not if you're going to do it or not. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, they're just like, and you have to do it. Like, especially if you're looking uh, to, to scale, it's not you, you alone. Like if you are hiring, you have doing, you know, you it's, it's good to have um, even loom videos, but then, you know, you can uh, do a course even with that anyway. So, yeah. Uh, so now you got me thinking really like, it's like, damn, like I've been kind of like, Oh, I don't know if I have the right to, to be like a coach or be teaching like a course and stuff. And I've been, uh, and now that I think I was like, have I done some big stuff already? And and you're saying yeah. these things, and it's like, damn, like I definitely have it right. And, <laughs> and, and now that I'm doing the podcast and I'm getting better at content, I think this is the time, man. You're, you're pushing you should it definitely. Do it. I mean, and at the very because I, I I there are so many people I know who are in the same position, but they don't they don't end up doing that course. And I know how much more money they'd be making if they just had it. Uh, because what people don't realize is that. Um, the reason for the course is not always just because it's only for profit. It's also because all those conversations you have with people that don't lead to a sale, they're literally just gone. I mean, the thing about service companies is that a lot of people say, oh, well, you just got to keep following up with them. They'll come back. It's not really the case. It doesn't really happen that way. People think it does, but it doesn't. And when you actually look at the numbers at scale, they just go on. I have so many times where I've just like filled out a random form. I've never talked to that company again, way more than I stay in touch with that company. Right. So the reason you have a low priced offer is for cash flow. It's not for anything else. It's cash flow and also keeping them in the system, giving them value. That is the reason you have it more than anything else. Because if you're cash, if you have too many cash flow gaps, then you'll never be able to scale the agency. Right. Um, so you need something low price just to keep them around. Low price, high margins is, should be the goal. Yeah. I, I love it. I love it, man. Uh, this is something that uh, I knew that this podcast was going to be fire because, I mean, uh, I've been connected <laughs> with you for a, for a while. But, I mean, man, that's why I love doing this podcast because I'm learning right now. Like, this is something, yeah. you know, it's not like I don't know about courses. It's not like... I have so much information. We all have so much information being entrepreneurs and, and business owners that it's just always like about what strategy I'm prioritizing and doing. It's not that if I know how to do something or not, it's what am I prioritizing and doing. And right. and now you got me thinking, it's like, shit, I, uh, I've been thinking about the course, but now I, I, I automatically <laughs> got it to the top now and definitely going to talk to this about, um, talk, talk about this with my team for sure. This is this yeah. is great, man. Thanks, thanks for for giving me the perspective, because yeah. it's all about perspective, 100%. really, and strategy. So, hundred <laughs> percent, I totally agree. I mean, it's it's it is definitely the most 
important thing. It's what's given me, definitely what's given me freedom to work on the software for sure. That's definitely the reason. Yeah. That's amazing because for me, like success, I define success as freedom and impact. That's what I yeah. define success. And when you saying these things, it resonates with me right away yeah. because that's literally <laughs> what I, freedom it's, it's have the, what I define success. The other part is right. impact because you can be free financially free and be on a mountain and that's really not impact, right? Like you're just free. Like for me, yeah. the other 50% is that impact because I'm just, it's, it just fills me up, like makes me feel good when I'm helping others because so many people have helped me too. And I just right. you know, want to reciprocate with the world. That's all. 100%, <laughs> man. It's what's so important. I mean, that's definitely my focus right now um, is trying to, to, to now, to now I've kind of come full circle because I started off my career as a musician And um, then I went into entrepreneurship because I felt like music alone can't solve the biggest problems in the world. You need like, you know, there's so many examples of this where people have huge concerts for like benefit concerts and then just nothing happens <laughs> um, in the long run, which is sad. But I've kind of come full circle now because I feel like I spent the last five years building that infrastructure to where I know exactly what to do to build that those 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 resources that i need to make that impact and then i'm actually going back into music which is kind of fun uh as like a side career you know just because i love it um and if it becomes the main thing that'd be cool i mean shoot if i one of my songs actually does well that'd be so cool but you know it, it is it is important to have both i mean it definitely is important to have both you're gonna burn out usually if you don't i find so i love it i love it um And for me, you know, it's uh, it's something that I I want to do other things. I want to be uh, also like I don't want to like necessarily just uh, be a musician per se. I like the, like maybe a DJ some uh, at some point. I love yeah. I love electronic music and and I just want to be able to like do more like podcasts, content, be in the music right. industry, and all those things that I really love. And 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 that's something that that's why like. I'm looking how to like fund the, the dream, right? Like just, just doing right. those things. And, and uh, yeah, this, uh, I, I think I'm, I'm figuring out a lot of things and now uh, with my course coming up, you know, take it off. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. yeah man. Uh, I'll keep you posted, you know, like I, I you know, I'm part of your community. Uh, probably yeah. be part of mine too. Uh, <laughs> so, please do. Please yeah. do. Yeah, go. man. So um, just kind of like, just to kind of wrap this up, Um, what do you think are the, the biggest takeaways, uh, just in general, like not necessarily mm -hmm. something that we talk could be something that we haven't talked that what are your, your biggest takeaways that you want to leave business owners or aspiring yeah. entrepreneurs? Yeah. Well, I think it is different for every person because if, you know, it's really about, you know, what's that goal in life, but I think for most entrepreneurs I talk to, it really is what I talked about previously, maximizing freedom, which really is maximizing free cash flow. That's why Warren Buffett, if you think about it, and his model of like value, value in companies is based on free cash flow models and things like that is because that's really all that matters at the end of the day. It's the degrees of freedom you have because you've generated so much value for society, hopefully, that um, you have so much profit. Uh, that's the hope. Now, my my point with that is if that is the goal for most people and they want to generate the most profit possible, my thing I would 
and I talk about this all the time on social, but my thing I would really implore people to do is don't, don't miss out on this no code revolution that's happening. Um, it is single-handedly, I think the most impactful event in business is in terms of business software that's going to happen in our lifetimes. Um, because it's basically taking the most powerful thing in the world, which is software, uh, and giving it into the hands of pretty much everyone, right? Including marketers and things like that. And that means that the number of things you can do and the amount of profit you can make is gonna go up dramatically. And so even though I tell people to make a course, I only do that because not enough people want to build software. But if people just knew how easy it was to build software now with visual programming tools like Bubble, there because my whole app is not custom coded, it's built on a visual programming tool, um, which is called no code because like it's easier for people to wrap their heads around, but really it's actually a programming language that they've just made easier for everyone to use, right? So it is the most impactful thing that is happening right now. And the people who make the most money in the next 10 years will be people who realize that they can build software for 10x cheaper and 10x faster and they capitalize on it. And you don't have to be technical for this. I wasn't technical at all, but I spent the last like 18 months, I probably spent 3000 hours now just learning this, but you don't need to be technical to make this happen. You don't. And so that's my biggest takeaway is everything that I've said so far, if your goal is to make profit and to build freedom and have a business that allows you to do whatever you want, it would be kind of silly for you not to look at no code because it is better than a course for sure. I mean, a course is great. And if you don't want to do it, then if you don't want to do a software, then do a course. But it's like, it's just such a massive opportunity that I, I'm surprised more people aren't. So what about a course on no code then? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You no, learn it, right? That's a huge opportunity too. Yeah, that's, that's another that's one. Huge... Based on what you said, huh? right? I could technically be learning yeah. and documenting my no-code journey, and right. then that way I can create the course and the no-code, and and then uh, leverage it for PR. Damn, man. Yeah, hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. I mean, probably the biggest opportunity if you're like so. If you're not trying to go down like the software route in the long run and you don't want to build like a, a huge software product and everything, then what I would tell people to do is literally just focus on um, literally just focus on um, building a free tool that is really fire that people actually use that relates to your service and then just use that as your lead magnet for the next decade that's and it's not hard to build that you know it's really easy to build something like that that's if you're really set on going the service route um the most money is being made in software for sure but if you're trying to go service and it's just that's where you want to go then that's what i would do so cool 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 biggest takeaways uh either a course or a no code uh, no code uh getting yeah uh, getting that you know like uh, it's not like I 
I haven't heard people talking about it, even though I, I know because of, you know, just kind of like social media and stuff. Like I, I know how easier has gotten uh, into into that because it's it's still code. It's just now there's something else doing the, the actually, right? Like it yeah. will go from zeros to one to now it's X equals something. And now it's like, <laughs> oh, now you just put some letters and then yeah. that just it automatically gets translated up to the ones yeah. and zeros for the computer. 100%. Well, also just because if you think like a developer, the more you can think like a developer, the uh, better you're going to scale, the faster you're going to scale. Because all problems really are just systems issues. And that 10x improvement you could get in a software can also be a 10x improvement you get in your agency because your software is so good. Um, so that's that's why I think you should do it. It's, it's kind of like what this will end up being, I think in the next decade is just like kind of somewhat of basic computer skills, like knowing how to use Excel. It's going to be almost required for everyone to know because before it was really, it definitely was predicated on, are you a math oriented person? Like, do you like that? And that's why I kind of stayed away from it for a while because I wanted to be science and a little bit of math, but mainly like design as well, because I love that. Um, and more like product design, not really graphic design. So I'm not the best graphic designer, but just more like I love delivering a product that people would love, but it would always take so long to get that product to market that I was so dissuaded by or, or discouraged, right? But now it takes 24 hours to get a product to market, um, even with minimal coding experience on this tool. Like you could literally jump in, build something in less than 24 hours and start making money off it now. And people don't know that. And that's the, that's why it's an arbitrage opportunity though. So this is why I keep harping on this. There's only 2 million people in the world who use the most popular no-code platform and that's Bubble. So it's an enormous arbitrage opportunity because those 2 million people are able to build software 10 times faster than anyone else. But only 2 million people in the world <laughs> are using it right now and that's it. You know, so I just think it's such a massive opportunity. Now I'm already, I'm already thinking, uh, I'm going to check it out for sure. Um, cause, uh, I'm already thinking about like, oh no, what kind of processes for my agency right now? Could I try to build into this right now? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, because even if it's yeah. as easy as, as just like the onboarding process to do it your way, right. You just yeah. do it that way. So that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. And I love um I'm gonna I have a, a this thing called tech crawl uh on uh yeah. on uh on Thursday. So I'm gonna be uh -huh. going around like all these different booths in tech because I mean tech tech uh business leaders in the tech space are, right. are ideal clients for me. So um I'm gonna be probably talking about that to be honest. So <laughs> thanks for giving me the weapons to to be talking to these people. I mean, tech people they either know about it or they should know about it. So, right. Well, there's a lot of people who are still frowning on it. And that's also why it's a good arbitrage opportunity because there's a lot of people who think, oh, this will never scale or I don't, why would I use this for my company? Um, which to that, I pretty much just say, look, I don't think it needs to because at the end of the day, you could always just migrate to another kind of, if you have enough money you're making off of it, it doesn't matter. You can fund the redevelopment of your app. You know, and usually what I've noticed, because we already did one major migration recently, um, what I've noticed is that when you do that migration, you get a lot better at it the next time. And 
a lot of the features that you had before you don't actually want in the software going forward because you get another opportunity to basically start from scratch. So if you like, my point is basically, if you actually get into a situation where you're making, you're making so much money and it's scaling so fast that you need to make a custom, then you're going to have enough incentive and cash to make a custom. So like go build it first and then, yeah. And then make a custom if you really want to. Um, otherwise don't, and you don't have to, you know? Yeah. So that's, that's kind of my main takeaway that's that's uh that's kind of it's the same thing in just business in general when people are like oh i don't know if i can take more than 10 clients right now it's like how many clients do you have two i was like what are you worrying about that like, <laughs> yeah. like get the 10 and then worry about it after right yeah so and that's 100%. that's kind of how i operate and, and it's not just like take money and then figure it out like type like you know oh like i don't know if i can do it just you know be intentional about it but but don't start worrying about things problems that haven't happened right if it yeah that's a big thing that's definitely <laughs> a big thing people people really do they really do make that mistake i agree yeah but yeah uh i know like just thank you like this was super valuable got me thinking a lot. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's kind of why I want to do this. I just want to have a valuable conversation and then be able to share it with the world and see what people think about it and create content so we can push it to even more people. So hundred percent, man, hundred percent. Well, thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, just so last thing is, uh, I know there's going to be a lot of people here. They're going to be like, damn, I need to talk to this dude. I need to learn about this community. <laughs> How can people find you? Yeah, well, they could shoot me an email uh, if they want to get in touch. Uh, Lucas at T is in Tom, W is in Walrus, I is in Igloo, Z is in Zebra.io. Um, I'm pretty active on LinkedIn and Twitter. Uh, but if you look up my Twitter, it's uh, Get Agency Go. That's my Twitter handle. If people want to listen to the podcast, they can get anywhere that they listen to podcasts, How to Scale an Agency. Uh, and then I guess finally, I guess maybe if you want to put it in the show notes, but if people did want to join um, the membership, they can get 30% off their membership. And then we guarantee um, at minimum a thousand dollars in sales in the first 30 days for your money back. Um, and that's been working for the 450 people that are part of membership right now. So um, I'm happy to give that to your audience as well. Perfect. Now, yeah, just, um, Send me all the links and everything, and I'll make sure that I have them in the show notes. I always like to, there's some people that are going to be listening to it, probably cleaning, doing some stuff. So just kind of make it, make it yeah. uh, um, audio too. But then I'll, 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 I'll put, I'll put all those links in the initial description. Okay. Awesome, man. Well, but thank you. Thank you, Lucas, for this. It's super interesting. This is, we're going to keep talking about this and a lot more. And uh, yeah, we'll see what yeah. happens. And hopefully uh, next year I can have you again. And then we can talk about yeah. the awesome things that we did. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Talk Perfect. to you later. So yeah, uh, this is Lucas and Fu signing off. Thanks for listening to Moments with Fu with your host, Fu. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates and we will see you on the next episode.